All right, so happy spring equinox, everybody. <laughs> what a day to celebrate. I, for one, am celebrating. I am so happy that the spring equinox has arrived. Um, it seemed like a very long winter to me. Um, not sure, maybe it's all the rain we've been getting here in California. <laughs> maybe it's all of the um, cold uh, that's kind of unusual, etc. But uh, uh, happy that the spring equinox has arrived. So I'm Reverend Anna Jones, and I'm going to um, make some announcements and give you kind of an overview of um, what we're going to do with tonight's global transmissions. So tonight is the uh, global transmission from Archangel Michael. Um, so what I'm going to do is um, I didn't get a chance to disable the chat box, so um, I forgot uh, what I'm going to ask everybody to do because it just gets very distracting um, for not just myself seeing things pop up constantly, but also for the participants. Um, um, I'm going to ask that you uh, wait to say hello, goodbye, um, happy spring, any of those things. I'm going to ask that everybody please wait until after. Um, I'll actually, uh, once we're finished with the intro, once we're finished with the global transmission from Archangel Michael, uh, I'll, I'll let you guys know, just like say now's the time to make comments, now is the time to, you know, say hello or say goodbye or introduce yourself so we can kind of just go uh, kind of crazy on the chat then. That would be the perfect time. Uh, and that's kind of at the end of our, of our evening tonight. Um, because it's, yeah, like I said, it can be very distracting to myself seeing the pop-ups and also to the participants. So if everybody could just um, honor that request, I would really, really appreciate it. I know it's uh, something everybody's eager to, to, to do. But um, <clears throat> I also want to make sure that timing-wise we get everything in uh, and that we don't go long time over uh, in the timing. So, all right. So let me just do, like I said, this little introduction of my self um, of the spring equinox uh, and um, again remind everybody to please you know wait wait on the chats okay um, usually I disable it and I forgot okay so um, I'm Reverend Anna Jones I'm an interfaith minister and uh, out of the many many different things that I do with the parts of my ministry there's three primary parts of my ministry uh, one whole aspect of the ministry is what I call my angelic ministry that which that's what you're going to be experiencing tonight especially for those of you who are new um, many people may be familiar with my Archangel Michael and Legion of Light of uh, page, the, the group community page that's on Facebook. Um, and if you're coming new from there to the first time to experience one of these, uh, thank you so much for participating. Um, and uh, if you just uh, relax, I'll kind of just guide you through everything. Um, after the introduction that I do here, I'm going to guide us all this evening in an invocation prayer um, and a very specific way that I have um, received uh, guidance of doing that invocation prayer and I'll explain that as we get close to the time to it as to exactly what the steps of that invocation prayer are um, and then I'm going to guide us <coughs> excuse me <coughs> when I guide us to go into a relaxed meditative listening state yourself included to go into a relaxed meditation and allow ourselves to receive from Archangel Michael yourself personally receive from him because I call these global transmissions the way he explains it is that his energy is going to the whole earth, his energy is going to every everyone and every living entity, not just even human beings. 
um, on these solstices and equinoxes. And of course, at any other time, you can be doing that as well. Uh, but the, this, this, this transmission that he's asked me to participate in and be a, an instrument for, um, he says that he uh, steps it up. He, he does something uh, additional or extra uh, during, during the time that he's asked me to do this. Um, and then also, I will be going into a deep meditative state. In fact, I'll be going into a deep trance state. Um, and I'll be maintaining that deep trance meditation um, uh, uh, on a very deep level. So uh, that's another reason why I just have myself on the screen instead of allowing for lots of other images and stuff. Plus, I never know exactly how many people are going to come and participate live. I get hundreds of registrations. Not everybody participates live because the recordings are going to be available. And I'll speak a little bit about that a little later. But right now, I'd continue to explain to you that when I'm in that deep meditative trance state is when... The part of the transmission that's coming to me, um, I allow it to just come through me. Um, I allow Archangel Michael to use my voice as an instrument uh, and to be able to um, speak through my voice, whatever message for humanity, uh, whatever message for healing the earth that he wants, whatever message for the spring equinox that he wants, etc. cetera. Uh, this is something that I am called to do. Um, I am asked to do uh, and that I've been receiving callings to do for many years now. Um, it's also something, this deep trance work that I do where the messages come through um, that I was guided and instructed by Archangel Michael and my angels and guides and guardians to bring it to this point. Um, but I've always had a relationship with the angels for as long as I can remember uh, in, in, in my life. Even when I was a little child, I was raised by my great grandmother to believe that, um, you know, we can speak to the angels and the angels can speak to us. We can speak to God and God can speak to us. So uh, that was instilled in me at a very young age and to not be afraid or shut down or closed down to any of those uh, interactions and it's a long story that I don't have the time to tell but if you go back in the podcast and you listen to the introduction of some of the beautiful messages that are in the podcast um, <clears throat> especially uh, about a year ago like maybe like 10 12 podcasts in I used to give like a long longer lengthier introduction to myself and to my history and how I got uh, into all of this uh, I used to do that uh, at, at, in the beginning of the intros of some of those older ones. So um, you can always go listen to the, some of that. Also, I tell some of that history in the video that is up on my website um, where you all registered at Anna Jones Online, all one word, AnnaJonesOnline.com. Um, on the homepage, there is, <clears throat> excuse me, on the homepage, there's a video there um, of an interview that I did uh, last summer. That, so it was like the end of last summer, last August 2022 um, for the Mystic Summit. I was asked uh, among, to be amongst 30 uh, prominent mystics uh, in, in um, the country. And actually, I think some of them were even outside the U.S. So I, I was asked to uh, be a part of that Mystic Summit. And to and there was a, a lot of my story that got shared uh, in, in the interview. And that video has now been uh, posted. I was able to, um, you know, once it was released to the public, I was able to put it up for the public. So uh, I hope you all can go and take some time and listen to that. Plus, there's some really interesting things on there about the path of the mystic, because as an interfaith minister, 
I work with people of all faiths and traditions and have backgrounds in world religions. I'm also, uh, one of my aspects of my ministry is holistic healing and being an energy medicine since the age of 14, which is also uh, when I started doing energy healing is also when I started uh, receiving messages that uh, from the angels that I then was asked to uh, share with other people. Uh, I would get uh, these auditory uh, experiences during the time that I was doing the, uh, at the time it was called laying on of hands healing. Now I, I, I practice energy healing which is spiritual healing and different methods and modalities of doing that but um, it was during that time period that I started getting messages for other people which started out very short very small um, you know but if there were these mystical experiences that I was having and it would mean something to people um, and so it wasn't always an easy path at all uh, it, it, it definitely has been a long development to get the messages uh, to be able to kind of step aside, so to speak, which is the reason why I'm in the deep meditative trance state, is really like as my my mind, my my ego, my energy is stepping aside, trying to get them out of the way as much as possible, and uh, being the, uh, the 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 filter, the clear filter that I possibly get, the clear medium that I possibly can be uh, to be able to uh, bring those bring those messages through in the entirety of which they exist today, which you'll see today that the, they can actually be uh, quite long. Um, and there's other mystical experiences that I have other than um, having the opportunity to have my voice be used for them to be transmitted. Um, actually, some of the mystical experiences that I have during these transmissions is that I get a lot of visuals. Um, there can be experiences where it's so vivid that it's like I get like a video plugged into my mind and I'm, it's like I'm watching a whole movie of everything that's being expressed or described or I see a lot of energy which is something that happens a lot actually um, and uh, one of the other mystical experiences I can have during the time that the voice is coming through and it's my voice but it's his message coming through my voice um, it, one of the other mystical experiences is is being able to have certain knowings uh, sometimes it's a whole other second track or like a whole PS or some additional other insight that's being shared at the same time that he's speaking it. So once we've done the prayer and invocation, once we've actually gone into the meditative state and received the full transmission, the vocal part of the transmission and the energetic part of the transmission that's going directly to you comes at that time too. So that's another reason for you to stay in the meditative state and not just be in some kind of, you know, taking notes state or, or uh, some kind of like, you know, active state of like doing something else. If you really want to get the most of the experience, it's best um, and this is their their description of it, Archangel Michael and the angels and guys that gave me this process basically to develop it to the point where it's at now. Their description of it is that, you know, if you're in that open receptive state, if you're in that meditative state during the time that that message transmission, because the message is just one small part of the energy that's actually being transmitted, then you'll have the deepest experience and they can actually connect you know, with you directly. And I've had so many people have done, you know, these for thousands and thousands of people and the, the podcasts have gone out to, you know, hundreds of thousands or more. So, um, you know, people have reported to me, I've gotten emails, I've gotten comments, I've gotten text messages, you know, I've just gotten messages on Messenger uh, that sometimes they feel directly his Archangel Michael's presence uh, during these transmissions. 
Um, sometimes they feel as if he's speaking directly to them or he's energetically healing them. There's some kind of energy that he's using to connect and that's absolutely one of the special things about it. It can be transferred and experienced even that connection with him through the recordings, which is another profound thing that people experience. I have experienced it. Also, if you're listening to the recordings back um, and other people have experienced it through listening to the recordings back too. So I told you that the recordings will be shared publicly, freely. Um, it will be put up on my podcast. It takes a little while. What we have to do is uh, a bunch of like downloading, uploading, mastering, uh, et cetera, that has to be done to the recordings in order to um, get them to the level. And, and, and I have to, uh, you know, find a title that I think fits whatever it is that he's talking about. And I have to put a description to it, et cetera, so that it can be uploaded to iTunes um, on my Celestial Voice podcast that's there. And, and you can all subscribe to that for free if you're not already subscribed. Um, just go to the Celestial Voice podcast with Anna Jones on iTunes. Um, in fact, that's the quickest way. Once it is uploaded, uh, I, iTunes like can can notify you almost immediately if you've subscribed there and you're following the podcast, right? Um, otherwise, everybody who signed up, I, I will send out an email newsletter once it's posted up on iTunes and my website. So, um, and usually the link that I send out is both. You know, have a, it'll have a link to both. Um, but there'll be the link to the page where it's also up on my website. So if you don't use iTunes, you can always go to AnnaJonesOnline.com, click on podcast. Uh, the Celestial Voice podcast is all there. There's all of the messages from last year's series, which there were um, seven messages in that series. It was solstice to solstice, summer solstice to winter solstice last year. This year, at Archangel Michael's request, I'm going into deep meditation and communion and communication experiences that I have through some of these mystical experiences with Archangel Michael. He's asked me to do the equinox to equinox, which I was actually surprised. Sometimes he does it like so kind of suddenly and spontaneously too kind of wasn't expecting i've been asking been asking been asking and there hasn't been any indication that there was going to be and then all of a sudden it's like yes yes it's 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 happening um so this this year uh, it will be the, this will be the only series of these angelic transmissions that's happening if you sign up for tonight you sign up for the series and you can always unsubscribe at any time just by clicking the unsubscribe button at the end or bottom of any email that you get from me but otherwise you'll be subscribed and you'll be reminded and you'll get the login information every month for this spring equinox default equinox uh, series of these global transmissions from Archangel Michael. So, um, and then it usually takes five to seven. It can sometimes be as many as 10 days. It depends upon what's happening with my schedule, which has been busier than ever. It just continues to kind of like to blow my mind how busy my schedule gets. But, um, you know, it can take a, a few days, so don't worry if you don't hear anything right away in order for the podcast to go up. And you can always take written notes from those, right? You can post those messages. You can actually download them, the free downloads, or you can just listen to them on the website, whatever you prefer. Um, it's, it's, it's totally up to you as to uh, what you do with uh, those transmissions. Uh, so the monthly series is free. The monthly podcast is free. However, there is a donation link that is up on the page where you registered, and it's up on the bottom of my homepage as well, of the AnnaJonesOnline.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, there's also a donation link. So if you if you value these podcasts and if you value these transmissions and you'd like to 
help so support the the cost and the expenses and all the the, the time energy etc that goes into the creating of them uh, which is the, a, a lot even just to get the word out through social media uh, there's uh, a, you know a, there's no way to like even post a link on social media these days without the expense of, of, of doing that um, so just there's a lot involved so if you'd like to make a love offering of some kind uh, the, the donations are greatly appreciated and they'll all go towards being able to do this series for those of you who have been following my series for a long time and have been participating uh, there have been several years of these right so uh, for there are many years in which the transmissions were asked to just be on the equinoxes and the solstices and I did most of them for several years but um, then there was the last three or four years in which there have been these uh, six months uh, six month series which ends up being seven messages so um, <clears throat> And I've always done a study group uh, right afterwards, and um, I just keep looking at my schedule, and there's just like no way that a, a monthly study group of studying the messages would fit into my schedule. So I was literally praying about it and meditating on it today, um, and I was asking Archangel Michael because I, I knew I wanted to make a decision about what I was going to do about studying these messages because it's so wonderful and helpful for those of you who have participated in that. You can attest to that how how helpful it is to actually um you know listen to the recordings uh, the, the study groups always used to also include transcript of the messages and be able to kind of review it go over it you know i, I would share additional insights etc uh during those classes so i was really uh you know even myself feeling like i was going to miss that you know it's like there's so much richness in each one of these messages some of them contain so many pearls of wisdom and so much like you know depth and uh, there just can be so profound uh, to be able to integrate it is a very wonderful thing. Um, and so I went into meditation and prayer and asked ask him, you know, what, what to do about it. And um, uh, I, what I got was uh, to do uh, at least one or two workshops, um, like a like a like a Zoom uh, workshop type of thing um, on the messages. So uh, and on like maybe some of the major themes and things like that, that he's going to be speaking of on the series, which I have no idea what they are. <laughs> he's kind of given me a little bit of an indication uh, and I'll share that with you through the way I'm going to be asking the questions. But I can tell you that <clears throat> I've been doing enough of these annually now where there there are themes that he's that he speaks on and there's themes that he's been going on for for multiple years. Actually, for example, um, the theme of uh, speaking of different virtues and uh, giving us different um, uh, teachings and understandings and like reframing, uh, helping us to kind of go into like whole different levels of understanding of, uh, of what the virtues are and of what they mean and what they represent and, and how they're meant to work together. Like last year, he started speaking on the subject of, you know, synergizing them, etc. So. Um, I thought, you know, if he, in fact, one of the things they told me to do for these, this work that I do as part of my angelic ministry and this work that I, as I, as I, as I do as a, as a trans medium with the angelic beings, uh, they said never to approach them. They gave me a process. They told me to always use the process. In the beginning of the process, they said never approach without questions because the questions are like keys that open the doors that need to be opened that take, take us 
and to to where we need to go and like we we will know what what what's what's what you're ready for that doesn't mean they're limited to the questions and sometimes he won't answer um, the questions at all. <laughs> He'll go. On, he really will go on into like totally different other things, uh, or sometimes maybe he'll hone in on just one question. So um, I don't approach without having questions. So one of my questions that I'm putting forth right now is if he would like to continue on speaking more about the virtues. For example, in these uh, few last few years, I'd say at least three years now, um, maybe four that he, as far as when he first started speaking about them. But, um, you know, he hasn't, he doesn't always 100% every single time talk about them, but he did reveal that there were 44 of them to me at one point in time. And I think if we've counted some, some of you have even helped me uh, go back through and like uh, count how many of them that there are that he's spoken about. And it's somewhere between 22 and 24, something like that that he's spoken about. So my question is, is there any further teaching that he would like to give on the virtues or any other virtue that he would like to speak about? Would he like to continue the, um, the, the virtue uh, messages? And if so, you know, please feel free to uh, go in any direction that he would like to go uh, with that. And then um, I have, the reason why I said I don't know exactly what the theme is, but I have some idea is because I do do these sessions uh, for private individuals one-on-one. -on -one. And, um, and not only just not only does Archangel Michael come through, but it's an opportunity for people to learn about their personal angels, guides, and guardians. Um, and, and whoever's working with you can actually come through, and of course, they're they're your questions. But there are times Archangel Michael does come through for those who are connected with him um, and have a special relationship with him. They, he usually comes through. And um, they, there have been three messages recently uh, within, I'd say, the last you know, week. Um, yeah, definitely within the last week uh, in these private sessions that I've done in which he's come through. And he's mentioned the spring equinox coming up, a new yearly cycle coming that we're entering into because this is you know, a, a, a new yearly cycle. In fact, uh, to many ancient cultures, the spring equinox was a new year's you know the so we're actually reached the point where we're kind of at the last new year's um you know we we had the uh winter solstice which is the the new year so to speak for the return of the sun when the last the 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 longest night and the shortest day and then the day started getting longer the return of the light that's that kind of new year's and then we had the the man-made Gregorian calendar New Year's for uh, January 1st. And then there was the Lunar New Year, which was completing one full lunar cycle, which is associated with Chinese culture as well as other ancient cultures. The Lunar New Year is associated with that. Um, and now we have the spring equinox, which a lot of other ancient cultures that didn't think of those as the new year would think of this. So we finally have reached the new, the, the, the final of all the, the new year cycles. Uh, and, and, and of course, we can feel that, right? Things coming back to life and the balance of that equinox, uh, equal, equi, and then nox is night, equal night, equal day, uh, that balance of that balance of the light. And from this day on, 
you know, the, 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 the spring tides, the spring tide starts to peak. Like we really starts to feel the spring energy and it, and it starts to peak and, 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 and come in and roll in even more. Right. So it's like this rolling energy of spring energy. That's just going to be rolling in all kinds of um, new beginnings. So he was speaking about, um, you know, spring equinox coming up in these three messages over the course of the last week and um, mentioning that a new cycle was going to be beginning and that the new cycle had some something to do with amplification. Uh, he used that word three times in those three private messages and um, that the new cycle, and it's for all of us, right? So the new cycle was for everybody and it was coming through a private message. He was saying, hey, for, you know, for, for everyone um, and something pertaining to destiny and the amplification of destiny, which I was very intrigued by because He's he, for for me personally. Uh, he's been giving me messages about um, this is going to be a year to like really step up even more into answering the call of destiny. And he's been guiding me to go back and listen to. Um, some messages that he's given on the subject of destiny and some messages that he's been given on answering the call of destiny, like, um, you know, and like go back to this one that I even, he spoke about it so much. I even named titled it that back in, back in the um, fall, late fall of 2014, I was, that message was called answering the call of destiny. So it was interesting that he's been speaking to me already uh, about this. Then, then these th these come up in these three private messages. So I'm just putting it out there to him today, if he would like to speak more about this. If there is some new cycle of amplification of destiny, and what does that mean? Um, if there is some new cycle of um, just amplification in general, what does what does that mean? What is amplifying? What do we what do we need to do? Um, there's always new energies. One of the reasons why he's asked me to do these transmissions on the equinoxes and the solstices is because they're powerful times of shifting energy. I mean, we really feel that. Uh, we see that. We experience that. The whole like planet experiences, you know, then the, the, the shift into spring, right? The, sh the shift of those, the, the seasons obviously happen and occur. But if you think about that energy that shifts the things, you know, externally in the season, that energy is also coming into us. It's affecting our lives. It's affecting everything in us and around us, right? So these new energies that are coming in, what 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 is amplifying? You know, are all of those new energies? Can you can you explain some of that to us? These are all my questions, right? So I'm 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 very interested to hear more. Um, and uh, the 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 message that he was bringing to me about answering the call of destiny was so important that I was even guided to make it as half of the theme for the new um, Mystical France uh, retreat that I've been putting together with the soul journey to uh, Mont Saint-Michel, which is a sacred site associated with Archangel Michael in Normandy, France. And I was um, called literally to put this retreat together uh, for the third time. I've been there twice with re retreat groups before. Um, and in working with like, okay, what, what, what do you want me to do there, Archangel Michael? What is this about? Um, getting this message to like half of the theme of the, of the pilgrimage of the of the sacred journey, which is a you know non-sectarian, non-denominational spiritual journey, spiritual quest. Um, you know, the, half of the theme was keeping the heart open, which has this, been this other big theme that he's been speaking on about for, for several years now. And then the other half of the theme is and answering the call of destiny. 
So um, yeah, so that's it was been so significant that I put it as part of that uh, that retreat, which I'm happy to announce as part of my announcements that that retreat is finally uh, available for registration. And I'm going to take a small group this September, September 28th through October 5th. And um, if you're on the email list, you'll be getting some emails about it. I sent one out over the weekend already. Um, Mysticalfrance.com is the brand new website that we created for. I'm very happy, thrilled, and excited to be able to return back to this very, very sacred, magical place uh, of magic and mysteries and miracles associated with with Archangel Michael. So um, if you're interested in that, go ahead and check that out on mysticalfrance.com. So anything that he wants to describe to us about any of these subjects, the subject of destiny, the subject of what it means to answer the call of destiny, the subject of amplification. Um, I do know that last year he gave a theme for the year and the previous year he gave a theme for the year. Uh, I'd never heard him do that before, um, but he did. And the, the last year, actually, let's go back. So two years ago, so the spring equinox of 2021, he said that we were going to go into a, a yearly cycle of what he called emergence. And then all of the messages that are up on the podcast, you can go listen to them. You can go back through and you can go back about you know 14 episodes and go back to that spring equinox message. It was called Hope Springs Eternal, that spring equinox message of 2021. Uh, I, I titled it Hope Springs Eternal. Um, and uh, he talks about that theme then of emergence. And then he kind of like kind of helped us throughout the whole year understand what he would have meant. So he might not even really like define clearly fully tonight what he really even fully means if amplification is his theme i don't know if it is or not but if it is um then then he might not even explain all of it he just in this one uh, uh episode so to speak one transmission uh, but also um it may take him the whole series to help us understand it last year he also in the spring equinox interestingly um, he chose, he said that, that we were then entering a new yearly cycle where the theme was going to be integration and reintegration. And he explained that then, um, and those are up on the podcast, and then all of the transmissions from last year are up on the podcast. They're the top seven, actually, that you'll see on there when you're looking at the list. Um, they're the most recent seven. Uh, and again, it took kind of the whole series and us getting to this whole year uh, for us to feel it. In fact, I feel like today, um, I don't know if it's the spring equinox energies or whatever. I finally feel like I've kind of have come some full circle and um, personally feel like there is something that's been fully integrated uh, in, 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 in my journey from all of that. Right. So it's been a long, long journey. All right. Uh, let's see if there's anything else that um, I wanted to announce because it's kind of hard afterwards. I'm never um, I'm always still kind of like wanting to just capture what I have in the mystical experiences and not really wanting to get into these kind of logistical things or announcements or anything. Um, because there are many of you who have followed my work for a long time. I do have a few announcements, but some of you have been waiting to hear from me on a few things that, you know, hey, is she doing this? Is she doing that? So I just wanted to kind of make a few announcements on that um, for the very first time since 2019. So the last uh, detour, uh, DC tour, not detour, DC tour, Washington, DC, um, healing and teaching tour that I did was in 2019. So then I took uh, obviously some time away from that. 
during the pandemic. Uh, I'll be returning back to the Washington DC area for a very short healing and teaching tour, April 15th through 23rd. So I do know that some of you are in that area. So mark your calendars and the emails, uh, information for what's happening, where and with whom, etc. will be coming out. I'll be doing a small number of private sessions. I'll be doing a Reiki one, Reiki two training. Um, and I will also be doing like an evening uh, guided journey and uh, angelic transmission combination. Um, so that will be April 15th through the 23rd. Be watching your emails for that. Um, and then I announced the uh, mysticalfrance.com, the, that's the retreat. Uh, info on a jonesonline.com clicking the events page here soon all this stuff will be up on the events page it's not yet uh, right now it's just this series but soon uh, it's kind of the go-to page for finding out what all of my events are um, and I'll be doing some uh, new stuff at my office later this spring my new office that I opened up at the Center for Healing Arts here in the, in the town of Sonoma California and then um, I will also be starting for those of you who've been asking uh, the, the Archangel Raphael channeled crystalline transmissions. Uh, I have not forgotten about those. I really thought I was going to be starting it in January. Uh, sometimes it's like the thing where that, that there's that famous quote that we make plans and God laughs. I don't know who, who said that quote initially, but it's something I've experienced many times in my life, feeling like, you know, the, the angels are more in control of my schedule than I am. Um, but I do know that's happening. I'm ready to do that. I'm just ready for things to kind of start to fall into place, you know, for, for that to happen. Kind of everything kind of has to start to align for that to happen. But I'd say starting next month, um, I will, I'll be doing starting to put together a new line, uh, a new, a bunch of new stuff that'll be coming out up online, including some free, um, some free uh, the video conferences that I'm going to be doing uh, on the subject of Archangel Michael in France that anybody will find interesting whether you're going to go on the retreat or not. Uh, many people have listened to those uh, who are interested in finding out more about the retreat. That's a great way of doing it. And then also people who, you know, you may not be able to go on the retreat, but you want to know more about, hey, what, what's so special about Archangel Michael in France and his mystical appearances in France, etc. So it's uh, going to be some interesting things uh, coming up this this spring on that. I think that covers everything that I wanted to make as our announcements. So we're going to go on now into our um, into our uh, four steps uh, our, uh, for for beginning the transmission. So let me just get a drink of water here. All right. <clears throat> Also got slowed down by the fact that I had pneumonia last month. It was a bacterial pneumonia, <laughs> but it was quite a change in my schedule. All right. <clears throat> so um, we put the questions out there. No, Archangel Michael's listening. He's asked for me to do this, so I know that he's standing and I know he's ready to do it. So now I'm just going to go through the process that they've given me and that they always ask me to follow. And then if I use this process, it would always work for making these communications and these connections happen. So I'll continue to use it until they update it or upgrade it or tell me otherwise. <coughs> I hope the coughing We'll stop. I'm asking Archangel Michael to, 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 to have that tickle. There's still a little tickle cough that comes, even though I'm feeling much, much better uh, over, over all everything. Okay, so the process is praising, asking, thanking, and receiving. So those four things, but it's going to be done in five steps. 
So um, the fifth step is returning back to praise again. Think of it as a circle, uh, or you could think of it like a clock. Um, so praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and back to praising again. Um, so these are the four things that are done in five steps of the process that the angels gave me. This was decades ago. Um, I've been doing this work for a very, very long time. Even though I started at a very young age, I've been doing it for a long time. Um, and this process is, uh, I'll guide you through all of it. Um, and then the asking, that's the kind of the invocation part of the prayer. But the praising is a very important part. Uh, it's a connection with our hearts. It's a connection with love. Uh, it's a connection with the divine um, and an invocation directly not only of the angel, Archangel Michael, but also of the divine. So the praise chant, and this is the praise chant that, that, that the angels have asked me to use each time when I'm invo invoking one of them to put their name, you know, three times at the beginning of the praise chant, and then the praise chant, and then their name three times at the end of the praise chant, okay? So the whole chant, uh, there's many different pronunciations of Michael's name, um, but the, the pronunciation that I'm guided to use in this praise chant is Mikael. So Mikael, 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 El being an ancient Hebrew name for God. And this entire praise chant is coming from um, ancient Hebrew uh, is where it's coming from. The ancient, actually, um, Jewish tradition is where these uh, divine names actually come from. Um, and remember, when we're saying Mikael, 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 we're going to actually sing this together and that you'll get the most out of it if you actually participate in full and like either silently chant along with me or out loud chant along with me. Um, and again, not just be an observer, but actually be a participant. Um, that's the way that people get like the most out of this as far as the deepest connection with Archangel Michael, the deepest connection that comes from, you know, the, the, the messages even that's being transmitted, but the energetic connection that can be made even one-on-one -on -one with him. So um, we're not just invoking Archangel Michael, we're actually invoking um, he who is like unto God or he who is, he who is like God, right? Um, but not like saying Archangel Michael is God, but like these divine qualities that, that he represents and that he is like an emissary for, basically, this very, very highly high level emissary for this completely humble being of light. <laughs> and, and, and he is a, a very much in the way that I experience him, um, very much a, a being of light and love. So, um, so Mikael, 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 and then uh, Hebrew holy names for God that have different different meanings and different energetic vibrations. Um, Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So that's the entire praise chant. So Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Um, and I'm going to be singing that out loud, um, and you'll be able to just, again, do it silently with me or do it out loud with me. I'll do it for however long it takes for me to feel that energetic connection. Um, and it's always done, what makes it a praise chant is it pra praise is not like ego stroking. That's not what praise is. It's a it's an exchange of love. It's a giving of love. It's a giving of loving energy, you know, from our heart. It's a loving connection that we're making with our heart. And so being able to like when I feel that connection starting to happen, both 
for me and for for energetically for the the everything the shift that that I feel takes place, um, then I'll move us into the asking, which is a step by step invocation um, that's done using English words, uh, and I'll guide you through that, and then um, I'll guide you into a gratitude prayer, so the thanking. So we'll go from the asking just kind of seamlessly. So I'll just guide you through from the asking into the thanking, and so into and and then into the receiving, and it's in that receiving that again I want you to just relax, let yourself meditate. Let yourself just receive right the, their instruction is to just receive receive the words that are coming through receive whatever energy he's sending directly to you whatever personal connection that he is that he's making um, and then um, once uh, he's finished speaking I will um, come back uh, it's like my energy kind of expands out here and 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 my energy then comes back once he's finished once once his energy lifts up out and then my energy comes back and then I'm able to um, have us do the praise chant again at the end. I also like to throw in a little gratitude because I just feel always so grateful there at the end. But the praise chant at the end will be different um, because it doesn't need to be as formal. It doesn't need to be as much either, um, And but it needs to be complete. It's like completing the circuit or completing the circle. Um, and so the praise chant that we'll use at the end will just be Adonai Elohim, just by itself. Just Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. However many times I feel like I need to do it for, or we need to do it for, Adonai Elohim just by itself. And then I'll share, I'll, I'll come bring all of us up out of the meditation. I'll share with you anything that I saw, heard, felt, any mystical experiences, knowings, additional insights. Sometimes it's a lot and I'm just kind of like, I don't know what to say. Um, but I try to share anything that I can. And then at the end is when I will open it up for the chat. So I uh, appreciate everybody's patience on that. Okay, so let's get ourselves ready. Let's sit back, make ourselves comfortable. All right, we're gonna make ourselves comfortable. We're gonna close our eyes. <coughs> We're gonna begin by taking some long, slow, deep breaths just to center ourselves. And I'll begin the praise chant, and you can join along with me silently or out loud. Mikael, Mikael, 
Deep exhales, deep inhales and exhales. to the asking and so the next thing I want you to do is to all silently join along with me as I take us through the invocation prayer. So first let us begin in whatever way it feels right to us individually to silently call upon the presence of divine love and divine light. And then let's ask to be protected and connected by divine love and light. First, let's ask for personal protection and connection.
And then let's ask that we be protected and connected in a circle of love and light, a circle of light that extends out from each of us and that extends to each of us, creating a circle of light from anywhere we are around the world, uniting our light, uniting us together in a circle of love and a circle of protection. Let's invoke that circle of protection at this time and see our light uniting in equal balance. In peace and in harmony. In unity and in oneness. And then let's invite Archangel Michael once again, this time calling upon him in whatever way feels right to you personally, silently, calling upon Archangel Michael by name, asking him to come and be fully present in our circle of light and to bring through the global transmission that he has asked and guided us to participate in. Ask him to connect with us each individually. Ask him to connect with us all in our circle of love and light that extends out to include all of humanity and all upon the earth. Ask for him to speak to us a message as part of this transmission. And for him to hear the questions and concerns that I've asked and to give us any guidance or insight that he can into any or all of those questions. But then let's all silently give him permission also to speak to us freely about anything that he feels is for our highest good right now or any time in the future, really on any subject to transmit to us any message about anything that he feels is for our highest good and any energy that he feels is for the highest good of all. And then we're going to go into the gratitude part of the prayer. First and foremost, let's silently send out our gratitude to Archangel Michael for all that he is and all of the roles that he plays in our lives and in our world, known and unknown to us because there's so much of it that is unknown to us that we don't see or that we don't feel or hear or sense, but it's very real. So let's use this opportunity to extend our gratitude 
to Archangel Michael for all of who he is and all of what he does. For his purpose and his mission. And all that he gives. And then our next part of our gratitude prayer is we're going to offer, in whatever way feels right to you, a direct prayer of gratitude, thankfulness, and appreciation to the divine for all of the blessings, not just in your life, but of life. We can include blessings that are in your life, but the blessings of life, we don't oftentimes take enough time or opportunity to just give thanks for the blessing of life itself, the blessing of all of the things that we experience in life, the ability to see and hear and smell and touch and taste and feel and love and experience all of the human emotions, just everything that is a blessing of life. So we can take a moment of silence to offer our silent prayer of gratitude for your personal blessings and the blessings of life. So now we're finished with the gratitude prayer. Now we're going to go in from the thanking into the receiving. So I want you to deepen your breathing even more now. And I want you to just breathe and relax. Quiet yourself into a quiet meditative listening state and just be open to receive. And stay in this meditative listening state and receptive state all throughout the message transmission. I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the message transmission coming through.
as I send my love, as I send my light to each and every one of you. It is activating. It is purifying. It is healing and it is energizing. This is always. Wherever I bring my love and light. I consider each one of these message transmissions that I have asked to deliver through this channel. To be an activation of light and love. Like seeds in the spring. that become activated and they open and they begin to grow into new life. There are always new energies that are coming in and that you're experiencing. in new ways. You are never the same. Nothing is ever the same. Even though all that exists is eternal, that which is eternal is not the same. In every given moment, at each and every new cycle, regardless of whether that cycle is a short cycle or a long cycle, there is the new. That which is born anew, that which is reborn anew and created anew. And there is no greater time upon the surface of the earth for you to see this and experience this than during this season that you refer to as the spring. But it's not just happening in the spring. Each and every day is a new spring. Each and every hour, each and every minute each and every second, each and every moment in the eternal now is a new beginning springing forth. A new life springing forth. This is just a good opportunity to remember it, to honor it to practice what I've referred to in my last series of messages through this channel, I referred to as the sacred pause, to pause and to connect. And in that connection, feel it, 
know it, embrace it. Embrace all that is awakening in you. Embrace all of the seeds of light that have been encoded within your spirit, within your soul, some of them even in your DNA that awaken at each new moment, in each new beginning. Being birthed again, renewed again, over and over, but never the same. And the more that you embrace this in the eternal now, this truth that I'm speaking, this truth of the existence that is your true nature, that is the true nature of your soul, that is the true nature of your light, then you know and you remember your eternality. And you live more and more in the now. And you're able to be present to all that you need to be present to and to manifest and co-create all that is written in your soul contracts. For you each have a soul mission. You each have a soul purpose. You each have a soul contract. And this is often what is referred to when people are experiencing things that they feel are fate, when people are experiencing things that they feel are destiny. There can be things that are a part of destiny that go beyond and extend out even beyond the soul contracts that each of you have, but there is always the free will of the soul, the true will of the soul involved, no matter what. But this sacred springing forth at each moment, in each hour, in each day, it will also to help you to clear yourself of having your energy stuck so much in the past. Because yes, there are energies from the past that can continue to be a part of your present and a part of your future. There are things from the past that can repeat themselves. And I, the Archangel Michael, have chosen right here, right now, in the now, to assist you all in releasing some of those entanglements some of those energy patterns
I will assist you in the way in which you are ready and I will assist you, especially so when I am asked as I am asked to do so. But the number one way that I can assist you in doing so, in detaching from those patterns and entanglements from the past is bringing you into the now. Using my energy, using my words to activate, to remind, to teach, to educate, to empower, and yes, amplify. All that is needed for bringing and being into the now. One way in which you can be more fully present and you can experience the way that past, present, and future all intertwine and intersect in the now and be in a more empowered, consciously awake place is through releasing your attachment to trying to make things like they once were. There's no going backwards. While past, present, and future are one and they are interconnected with each other, they are not the same. And you cannot make something in the present or in the future the same as it was in the past. You cannot make yourself the same as it was in the past. Even patterns that I'm speaking of that are repeating themselves from the past do not repeat exactly the same. They cannot. Even wounds and trauma and hurt and pain and sorrow and anger and grief that exist in your minds and your emotions from the past that you can carry with you for years and decades, it is never the same as it was in the past, as it cannot be the same. Instead, you keep recreating it in the moment, now, 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 and now, in the choice to keep carrying it forward. There is no making anything or anyone the same. You cannot make your body the same that it was a year ago or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. You cannot make your mind or your thoughts or your consciousness or your emotions the same, not exactly the same, nor would you or should you want to. You cannot make your economies the same. You cannot make the evolution of 
what is happening in your communities and your nations the same. You cannot make something the way that it was or the same as it was in the past. You can learn from the past, yes. And you can take that energy and integrate it into wisdom. Yes. And right here, right now, receive the wisdom of the past. Use the wisdom of the past to be in the now and to create the present and to co-create the future. And dream a new dream. I have spoken many times about the power and the value of dreaming for co-creating the future. As the new energy rises up in you, allow yourself to dream a new dream. It may have components of one that you've been dreaming all along for yourself. It may be something new entirely that comes if you open yourself, your mind and your heart. A part of the new energies that are coming in are to shift you all individually and collectively towards a collective destiny that you have and that you share. You have your individual destinies, yes, but your individual destinies are all intertwined, just like everything in the universe and the cosmos is intertwined. This is ancient knowledge and it is astronomical, science, it is physics and it is quantum physics and not just spiritual wisdom. It's all intertwined and interconnected. Your destinies The individual parts of your destiny, sometimes, yes, there will feel as if and very much appear as if there are parts of it that you must do on your own and nothing and no one else can help or assist. And for many of you, there will be moments that there will always be parts of the destiny that will be like that. But I can assure you that even those parts of your destiny that you feel that you and you alone, you must do, you must fulfill, you must complete, you must answer that individual call that you have within your soul or knowing that you have within your soul, because that's what a calling really is. It's a deep, deep inner knowing. But in answering, that call of destiny on the individual level. 
even those things that, yes, you must do and only you must do. It doesn't mean that your destiny is separate from everyone else's and everything else. Your destiny exists outside of that collective destiny, for it does not. And each of those, the individual destiny and the collective destiny, they're there at every moment. And it's not just one thing that you're meant to do or one job that you're meant to work at or perform. Destiny is so much bigger. Your purpose is who you are and all of whom you've come here to be. Your destiny is not just one or two things that you're meant to do, but in who you are and being who you are and being all of whom you've come here to be. Fulfilling that, all of that that is on that soul level. That is a part of your dharma. Dharma being the only ancient word still in use on the planet today that I can think of, that I know you all can learn more about. And there is no word in the English language. Even in the ancient Sanskrit language, which is one of the languages of light on the planet, it doesn't have all of the meanings that I am using to refer to it as. And many of the meanings can be confusing if you forget that all of the meanings apply. Not just one or two translations, but all of the translations put together. Your dharma is your gifts. It's who you are. It's what you have the ability to do, your talents. and all the ways in which you're meant to use them. Combined with your wisdom, your soul's collective wisdom, many of you whom I have guided to these messages, you are old souls. And there's an immense amount of collective wisdom that you carry from your lifetimes, the innate wisdom of your soul, which is beyond anything that you understand and your comprehension. And then combine the collective wisdom from your soul's journeys, from your spirit's journey in this world through eternity and beyond beyond anything that this world could ever explain or ever, ever give you access to. There's that wisdom, infinite wisdom, eternal wisdom, that's also a part of Dharma. And the power that lies within you to do it, the power of a co-creator 
and all of those powers of a co-creator, which I have spoken of before and I will speak more about as time goes on. The power that is within you and the power that lies all around you to use it, to fulfill your dharma, to do your dharma. Which is fulfilling your destiny answering your call, collective and personal, of destiny. And yes, some of those energies that are all around you and within you, that you are all meant to co-create with, that I have been speaking of in multiple messages through this channel that I ask to continue to speak about, are the energies of the virtues. They are universal to every culture. They are universal to every race, every religion, every group of people, because they are universal to your spirits, to your souls. They are universal to humankind. They are there always. As the divine energies that I have express them to be, describe them to be. And rather than speak about a new virtue today, I am going to advise and ask. Ask for you to Work with any virtue of your choice that you know of, or maybe one that I've spoken of, maybe one I haven't even spoken of, but that you feel confident is a virtue. And amplify it. Amplify the virtues. Just choose one. By choosing one and amplifying it in your life, in your thoughts, in your words, in your actions, in your deeds, it will help you in answering your call of destiny and doing your dharma in this world. The word amplification, yes. I do choose it as one word that can be known as a theme for this new cycle of energy that begins from this spring equinox to the next spring equinox. Even everything that I spoke of at the beginning of this message. If you work on practicing being honoring and being aware of each new beginning, as I spoke of, it'll be amplified. Whatever it is that you focus your energy upon can be amplified, but not always are the energies as strong and as accessible and available to amplifying them 
as they will be within this cycle. The spring equinox to spring equinox cycle that you are entering into now. Amplification is always something that can be and that you can invoke and use certain things to help you and to assist with amplifying, but not always are the energies that are around you able to do so in the way that's going to be unique to this cycle. Now, yes, there are always certain energetic alignments, energetic activities that can amplify and do amplify. Every equinox, every solstice, every new moon, every full moon, every eclipse, whether it be lunar or solar, all of them are natural times with natural energies for amplification. And there will be many such within this cycle that I'm speaking of, but I'm saying that the cycle itself, it's not something that you can point to in the sky. It's not something that you can point to in the stars. It has more to do with the collective destiny of humanity and all of those who are working with you to help you and assist you in it and all of the work that we are going to be doing within this cycle to assist you within it, because we also can amplify. And we will be amplifying. I will be amplifying. I will be amplifying the virtuous energies that I work with to amplify the virtuous energies within you and to amplify your destiny individually and collectively. And not just myself, but many, 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 many others, as there are indeed not just my legion of light upon the earth of light workers and light warriors, but there is and are legions legions of light, so many beings, so many angels, many different realms and orders and beings of love and light that have been working with humanity and are going to continue to work with humanity and more even gather to do so. And there is an amplification that will be coming from all of us, not just myself, but from all of us in the way that we know how to unite our light. We know how to unite our energy to assist humankind, to assist the earth. to help, to heal, to make whole. All of these intentions and more. Now, now, and now. Amplifying our energies 
And it doesn't have to feel intense. It can feel really, really good. We know how intense the amplified energies at certain planetary alignments and full moons and new moons and eclipses and certain ones more so than others can, the amplified energies can feel intense, especially if you're out of alignment. But the amplification that we are sending and that we choose to send to this cycle and through this cycle of energy, this yearly cycle that is going to begin now, it doesn't have to feel like that kind of intensity. It can feel good and uplifting and inspiring and motivating. It can bring joy and happiness and peace because we are amplifying all of the virtues. in you and in the world. And all you have to do is align. Align and play your part, do your role. Say yes to your call of destiny, even if you don't know all of what it looks like and all of what it is entails. I have asked this again in the past. I have asked it many times to you individually. And I will ask it again and again and again. Don't make the mistake of thinking that you have to know everything that your destiny is and everything that it looks like and everything that it will be and everything that you have to do and everything that it will entail before you commit yourself fully in heart, body, and mind to it. Because that is a mistake. Because there is no way possible that you could ever know all of what it is and what it looks like and all of what it will be in the future, no matter how great your spiritual sight may be, no matter how much clairvoyance or clairaudience you may have. And you don't need to. You don't need to know all of the details. You just need to amplify the virtues. Amplify them within you. And keep saying yes to that path of destiny, knowing that if it's truly destiny, it will unfold. Step by step, day by day, moment by moment. moment by moment, birthing forth, springing forth, in the new, in the now. Unfolding. 
like a seedling opening up. From the core, from the essence of who you are, from your soul. The seed has everything that it needs within it. It knows how to be what it needs to be. Let's take, for example, the seed of a great oak or the seed of a great sequoia or the seed of a great, the seed of a great banyan. Each one of those seeds is tiny, small, yet inside it is the entire an entirety of all that it has, the potential to become. Everything that it needs to grow into the great and grand sequoia that it will become, or banyan tree that it will become, or oak that it will become. You have that within yourself. All of it is in your soul. It's there. Don't let your mind and especially your ego convince you otherwise. or your fear, or your anger, or your shame, or your blame, convince you otherwise. Those seeds are in your soul of everything that you are meant to grow into. Your destiny unfolds. And so in this time of amplification, when you have so many of us willing to step forward in even more powerful ways than we have thus far, we can't do it all for you. We are here to do it with you. Say yes, commit yourself to your path of destiny, no matter what it is or what it looks like, because you're saying yes to your soul. You're saying yes to who you are and to being who you are. Say yes with your whole heart, body, and mind. And your spirit will be freer and freer. Many of you hold yourself back because of your fear of what might change or what might happen if you do so. I can assure you 
than any changes that happen will be for your highest good and for the highest good of all. It may not always be obvious in the beginning, especially. Just like it is not obvious when a seedling is opening up that it's going to turn into a great sequoia. Keep allowing it to unfold, amplify the growth. And the energies that you have to work with, that you have to co-create with, are the energies of the virtues. Amplify them. In your thoughts, your words, your actions, your deeds. So what does that mean exactly? Because I do want to describe it in detail. For the vast majority of you, the word amplification you are most familiar with when you think of something pertaining to sound. For example, when you turn on one of your electrical devices and you want to amplify the sound of that. What do you do to amplify the sound of that? You add extra energy to it or you turn up the volume of it. So an amplification is an adding of energy, a putting forth of even more energy. So to amplify the virtues is a putting forth of even more energy to live them, be them, act from them, serve from them, have them be the foundation of what you build your life and your service and all that you do and your destiny upon and within and for. Very much for. But let's also think of what most of you are familiar with when you hear the word amplification. You don't always think of it as adding energy or increasing the energy. You oftentimes, if you're going to amplify something, say for example, you just turn up the volume. But what is that? What are you really doing? When you turn up the volume, what are you really doing? You are expanding in this instance, in this analogy, the analogy is you're expanding the sound vibrations. You perceive it as louder. But the volume is actually expanding. There's an expansion that is happening of those sound vibrations. 
an amplification is also includes an expansion. So an increase and an expansion. So this year of amplification will be a time in which we increase and we expand all that we amplify, all that we give, all that we do, all that we are here to assist and to add to. And it is a time for your destiny, individually and collectively, to be increased in energy towards it, have it in it, and for it to expand and further open, grow. And I'm asking you to focus on amplifying the virtues to make that happen. So adding more energy to them, increasing the energy focus even upon them would be a way of doing so. But then expanding. Turn up the volume, so to speak. Expand. That awareness, expand that practice, expand that energy in you, and expand it in others when you see it and experience it in the world. So let me give you an example, a very specific example. And for this example, I will use the virtue of compassion. Because it is not always possible for you to feel love for everything and everyone until you reach that point in your consciousness and you reach that point in your healing where that is open and available to you. It's there within you and that capability is always there, yes. But your probabilities are limited, sometimes by your judgments, sometimes by your fears or your hurt or your sorrow or your anger. But it is always within your capability to experience. I could also use empathy as a virtue, but I will use compassion. To have compassion. It doesn't mean that you all have it. It doesn't mean that you are all using it. That virtue is always there. It is ever present within you. It is ever present as a divine quality of the energy of the divine all around you is a part of the energy of the divine that is everywhere and in all things. But it doesn't mean that you're using it. It doesn't mean that you're focusing it or allowing yourself to feel it. When you amplify the virtue, you begin to focus on it more. Increase your awareness of it more of what it is in you and what it is when it is moving in you and what it is when it is in the world and it is moving in the world. So amplifying compassion, for example, is amplifying your awareness of it and increasing your efforts to be more conscious of it and aware of it in you and in others and in the world. But it's not just that. There is also that other meaning of amplification that I was also speaking about today. 
in the expansion sense. When you feel compassion and you're experiencing compassion for someone else, even if it is not a human being, compassion for animals, compassion for the earth, compassion for all life is also very important. And that can be a way in which that amplification expands out to not just feel it for somebody who is good and who is doing good things, to not just feel it for human beings, but to expand it out, amplify the virtue by expanding it out. And yet there is another way. When you feel compassion and you see it being shown by someone else or exhibited in someone else, return it. And another way to amplify it is through what many have called in your modern day society as paying it forward. Whether you are paying it forward, whether you're returning it. When you see it, allowing yourself to also give it. When you receive it, allowing yourself to also give it. When you give it, allowing yourself to receive it, amplifying the movement of that energy. You choose which virtue that you want to amplify. I encourage you to choose one for the whole yearly cycle. But I also encourage you throughout the year to add to it. One virtue that you choose to amplify for the whole yearly cycle and then adding to that synergizing others along the way. And I do choose within this new series of messages to speak more about the virtues themselves and speak more about individual virtues that I have yet to speak about. But for now, I have said the main things that I wanted to say. And I am overjoyed beyond joy that this phase of the great shift of the ages that is happening in all of your lives, that you are all here as a part of your collective destiny has arrived. within the next few days, there will be a major planetary alignment 
all of the planetary alignments and the celestial events are always opportunities to bring yourself into alignment. This does not decrease the older that you get or the farther you go on your spiritual path. The need to do so does not decrease, it increases. Coming into alignment, maintaining, sustaining alignment. Enables you to utilize all of the energies that will be coming in from us and from all sources, including directly from the source of all sources. And to flow with them with grace and fluidity. There can be an effortlessness to it. It's not easy answering the call of destiny. It's not easy for the seed to grow into the giant sequoia. or into the oak, or the banyan. But trusting in that innate wisdom within and using the amplified version virtues, the amplified virtues, there can be an effortlessness to that fluid flow of grace. Now, now, and now. And now, and now, and now. And so it is. That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And for the Archangel Michael. And then we'll slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. As we're coming up out of the meditation, we're going to complete the the prayer process 
by completing and coming full circle back to praise. So we're just going to do the Adonai Elohim <clears throat> just a few times to complete the process and bring it full circle. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim. And then we'll fully bring ourselves a path of meditation. As I'm coming up out of the meditation, I'll share a few things that went in addition to what the message was, the words were, went along with it. So there were some visuals that I received. There was also an immense amount of energy that I was feeling. I felt uh, energy clearing through my entire central energy meridian, <laughs> the entire energy axis, vertical energy axis. And um, I felt just, just, just an expansion and that the more that he spoke, the more that this amplification of energy was coming in and expanding, expanding, expanding this, this beautiful, beautiful expansion. It doesn't mean there's not going to be any contraction. There's going to be, in fact, in fact, this was another thing I was very aware of, that as the energy expands, like the, like the, like the tides, right? It's like as the tides you know, expand into high tide, there is also the contraction of the low tide, right? And so as the tide pulls out, then it can allows it to expand out. You know, so the breath also, as the breath expands, it contracts in, then there can be contraction, expansion out. And so I feel, I feel like this expansion he's talking about, there's going to be contractions that go along with it. I mean, even the birth cycle, even even the, that in the very beginning, I love the beginning of this message. It was so beautiful. Let's not forget like how precious that part of that message was, you know, because it was like literally talking about like each moment is born. Like each one is like literally like, you know, being birthing into the new. There's all this like birthing of the new that is happening um, in each moment, in each day. And, um, you know, that birthing analogy even is like there's the contraction, there's the expansion, right? So, and to see that that's a, a natural cycle of it, to don't get afraid if we see contraction or to don't think that the expansion's um, not happening if we feel the, the, the contraction. Don't be afraid of the of the contraction either because oftentimes we like the expansion. We like the feeling of that, but we don't like the, 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 the feeling of the contraction with the exception of our breath and the beating of our heart. By the way, those two things also have to happen in the beating of the heart, the expansion and the contraction, the breathing of the breath, the expansion and the contraction, right? So that that otherwise, and, and I think, think sometimes, you know, focusing on those things can maybe help us if we do have fears of what kind of sometimes can come along with those expansion cycles. But this is, I mean, yes, everything's always expanding, but this this is significant. I mean, the, the, the last time, you know, he's talked about any kind of like major expansion cycle like this, I would say it was 2020, but he talked about it in a totally different way. And... Um, 
this is this this is different, um, and and this feels more even. It feels more balanced. It feels like it can be more harmonious. Uh, like you said, there can be a lot of joy, and, and instead of it just being kind of like intense, it really can also be something. Even the way that he ended there, I felt that fluidity that he was talking about. I felt that grace that he was talking about. It was a, such a really really good feeling, right? It was such a really really good feeling. So. I can focus on that and tune into that. Um, then uh, I saw just an incredible uh, image of um, just beings of light, just beings and beings and beings of spheres of, of beings of light. Um, and I have seen and felt for a long time many, many that are amassed, uh, but it feels like they're they're definitely amplifying this year and they're somehow uniting together their energy in some new some kind of unusual different way so that's uh, i can't even explain it um but I, i'm i'm in awe of being able to uh have even the opportunity to to glimpse such a thing sometimes i'm just in awe of what it is that they show me and that particular image i'm in awe of it um the other thing that stood out to me, obviously, is what he's talking about as far as amplifying um, the virtues. Um, yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot of richness in there. There's a lot of depth in there. There's a lot of detail in there. And it's usually that kind of depth and detail that um, I like to go into with the study group. So, you know, I'll bring it together and tie it together in whatever, you know, workshop or two, at least two or three probably that'll have to be uh, instead of the daily, instead of the monthly study groups, we'll make it like a workshop kind of thing that we do with the material that he's bringing through and talking about. But um, in the meantime, we just work with it, right? Like take our own notes from it. Um, and of course he's encouraging us today. In fact, that was the very first thing I thought of when I was coming out of my meditation. It's like, oh, you know, this is from spring equinox to spring equinox. He wants us to choose a virtue, <laughs> you know, a virtue. Um, I can't tell you all of the ones that he's talked about and spoken of, but many of them are in the podcast. Um, but because he's asking today, uh, you could even do, you know, there are lists of them that are out there in Google searches. Uh, they're not all of the ones that you see on the list or the ones that Archangel Michael list, but all the major ones like compassion, faith, hope, um, what else has he talked about? <laughs> He's talked about so many. Um, uh, yeah, it's not not coming to me right now. But love. I mean, he's just he's defined love as a virtue, but he said that it's also not just limited to being a virtue. There's also so much more to it as well, right? It's, it's a power. It's a force. It's a you know. There's so much that that love is, but it is, but it is a it is a virtue. Um, Generosity, gratitude. Um, what are some of the ones that uh, maybe some of you who've been in some of the study groups and worked with, you know, you might want to put something into the chat because right now we can start, um, you know, sharing, um, putting comments or things into uh, the, the, the chat. Patience, thank you so much for bringing that one up. Oh boy, is that a good virtue, right? <laughs> Courage, yes, yes, exactly. That's one of them. Um, like I said, I'm always a little bit spacey after these transmissions, so thank you. Yes, humility is definitely one of the ones for sure. 
surrender. Oh boy, he's talked about that one a lot, right? Um, he talks about uh, that one a lot. Devotion. Um, I would say that love and action, that devotion, virtue. I think I, he hasn't mentioned it by name, but I, as a as a as a, an act of love and action, I think would definitely apply. Ah. Uh, is discipline a virtue? That's a good question. Um, it's not one that he's mentioned specifically. Um, that doesn't mean it's not, because it could be some that he hasn't talked about yet, right? So um, I would I would look up and see what other people think about that. I mean, again, we'll see. Well, I'm just kind of again speaking for ones Archangel Michael has listed right now. Uh, he has talked about perseverance too, in addition to um, patience. Um, Yes, he definitely has talked about perseverance as also being one. So if discipline is not, uh, then then I would say perseverance might be in that same category. It's a pretty mind-blowing, <laughs> heart, heart-blowing, mind-blowing uh, message. Yeah, blown away myself, actually. Um, discipline to amplify discipline. Uh, if it's a virtue, uh, again, I, 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 I would, I'm suggesting looking it up and seeing if others think it's a virtue. Um, I've not, I don't think I've heard Archangel Michael speak of it per se as a virtue, but like I said, there's, he says there's 44 and he's only had the opportunity to speak so far in these series of messages that he's been given on, on about 22 to 24 of them. Clarity, I think was clarity one of them. Actually, I have I have a list somewhere, but um, Bali, I know that you're on here. I don't know if you have that list pulled up and you if you mentioned some that are any on that list. Integrity for sure, absolutely is on is on the list for sure. Yeah. Discipline to amplify the virtue. Now that definitely, <laughs> he's wanting us to do that for sure. Um, no rush, you know, Volley. If you do, if you are looking, that's great. No, no rush. Yeah, definitely. Humility was one of them for sure. Acceptance. I believe he has talked about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, there are also lots of them on the podcast. Um, I don't have that pulled up. Let me see if I can also quickly look at that real quick. Um, peace. <laughs> I don't think I mentioned peace. Peace is definitely one of the virtues that he has spoken of on three different podcasts, actually. He's spoken of um, humility several times, faith several times, surrender a lot, um, and I'm going to look on the podcast right now and see just for the sake, it's just because he does want us to choose one, right? So I'm just going to take a moment to look and see what's up there. So if you go to, I'll go to my website and then got to go to the Celestial Voice podcast. <clears throat> I got to into the habit of starting to try to put into the write-up which virtue he's speaking about, um, but it's not in every write-up. So especially the older, further back you go. Um, I apologize for that. Um, 
Discernment was one of them. Yes, it was, actually. I believe it was. Okay, I'm on the podcast right now. Let me look back through the list. Okay. Um, I'm not sure it, which virtues. So some, sometimes he wasn't bringing up new virtues in the, la, in the last series. He was talking about synergizing one. Truth um, was one of them. Being true to our word. Oh, it was fidelity, actually. That was the, that was the uh, virtue he spoke of. Um, on that one that's called true to yourself, true to your word, um, he's talking about the virtue of fidelity and how it's about being truthful and being true to ourselves and true to our word. And let's see what else. Um, I'm lucky to see what it, if, if there's any others that I put on here when I was doing my write-ups. Okay, so here in this one message, he says, uh, it's, he was talking about synergizing humility, patience, surrender, and faith. So he was talking about that sequence. And he was talking about practicing the sacred pause. He mentioned it again tonight. Interesting how many times he's brought this up over the last several transmissions. Pausing to connect. And then he talks about belief. He said that belief was not, actually. Oh, wow. Okay, we got a list here. A list of ones that Candace has put up here. Yeah. Is this from a Google search, Candace? Is this something that you found in a Google search? Yeah. Again, he hasn't listed all of these, um, but I would say he's listed several of them. Respect, for sure, he has. Maybe not in recent transmissions, but he's definitely spoken on that one. The gratitude, thankfulness, trust, truthfulness, which he's also referring to as fidelity. Oh, um, unity, actually. Um, I don't see it on this list, but unity is actually one of the virtues that he spoke, that Archangel Michael has spoken about. Yeah, it's a, it's a good list. I, I'm, cleanliness, he has spoken about that one. Yep, I'm, I'm recognizing that one. Uh, as far as a, a virtues list, his virtues list. Um, he doesn't consider Tatiana's question about wisdom. He, he has spoken about wisdom many times, but he doesn't list it as a virtue, not as a virtue. It's almost like a gift of the soul or quality of the soul. Um, I would say his definition of it is um, something similar to what he was talking about tonight, um, about how everything, integration, uh, I think integration might be one of the virtues he's spoken of, how everything integrates into that wisdom, right, and that into that innate wisdom. 
one of the gifts of the soul for sure is wisdom. Okay. All right. Let's see if I can access my email real quick. <clears throat> oh, I, I'm, I'm spending the time doing this because he's asking us to do this tonight. <laughs> and he would give me a little bit of heads up. I would have been able to get this in advance. Uh, <clears throat> um, the yeah, I'm not sure where the list came from that uh, Candace posted. And Evelyn posted it also. So if you guys could list the source of where that list came from, that would be helpful. Service, actually, yes. Service. Thank you, Catherine. Selflessness. Awareness. Yes, he has listed awareness as a virtue. Not just a virtue. He said it's also, uh, there's more to it than that, but there's also uh, awareness, yes. So the list that everybody posted, Tatiana, I think you posted, I think you're saying you posted the link for it. Virtues for life. Okay. Yeah. Virtues for life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not familiar with that source, but, and you'll find that the more you look at different sites and sources that there's not an agreement on a hundred percent, like, you know, all of them. Um, that's why, you know, I, I can't say the virtues or not, but, uh, you know, Archangel Michael's been reframing them, teaching them, expressing about them in ways that's very unique. Um, I, I'm only speaking to the ones that he's spoken on right now, but I know there's more. There's more. So. Cleanliness, purific. Oh, yes. Purification, which is that cleanliness virtue. Thank you, Catherine. So these are from Michael's list. So the ones Catherine has spoken here, um, put on the list here is for, from Michael's list. Trust, perseverance, honor, patience, charity. Oh, yes, charity. Uh-huh. Generosity, gratitude, fidelity, peace. Yes, he's spoken on all of those. How do other people, how do other people deal with fear of being who they are called to be? I have that problem. I am scared so much of who I could be and not be good enough. Well, I think that's the whole thing about the point that he's making about innate knowing, right? It's like the point that he's making about the seed. I had some really cool visuals that went along with that too. Um, I, I don't, I have never seen a seed of a Sokoi. I've never seen, uh, of course, we've, we've all probably seen through the acorn, the seed of the oak, but um, I don't know if you've ever seen a seed of a banyan tree. I got a chance to see one one time over on Oahu, and it was this seed that came from this giant, you know, banyan tree that's like, you know, half of a block wide. And the seed is teeny, 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 tiny. I kid you not, like about the size of, you know, quinoa, if you're familiar with that, uh, that, 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 that food that's called quinoa, how small those little seeds are. The banyan tree seed was about that size. I was literally holding it in my hand and I was like, 
oh, that's amazing. And I was seeing that in the vision tonight. I was like seeing like, you know, this, this seed, like being able to like grow into that. And, um, you know, I think he's, he's bringing up that analogy for us so that we can learn to trust in that innate wisdom. It's like, you know, we don't have to like, you know, do it with our minds. We don't have to do it with, you know, maybe that's the virtue of surrender, right? It's like surrendering the mind and the ego that's just getting in the way of that innate wisdom. It's like trying to, you know, squelch the seed or something, you know, the seed, this it's that innate wisdom is there. It's just in the soul, you know, that, that, that he's talking about. <clears throat> I don't believe he's mentioned joyfulness as a virtue, um, although I uh, believe at one point in time there was something, but it wasn't joyfulness. Joyfulness he talks about as something like pertaining to the capacity within our emotions and our feelings and the, the innate joy or bliss of the soul. Again, like the wisdom of the soul, the bliss of the soul. These are things that are kind of innate within the soul. Uh, he's talked about that. And so maybe for those like experiencing that fear of that innate wisdom of being being who we are and just allowing it and stop trying to get in the way maybe the virtue of surrender you know it's like the virtue of surrender would like we just need to like surrender to that or maybe the virtue of faith or the virtue of trust which by the way in um the, the times in which he's spoken about the medicines of fear these are some older messages i would have to go back to he's talked about the virtues in some of those messages and he's talked about how you know faith and trust um uh, those, those courage, you know, those virtues are like the medicines for fear, right? Like they literally dissolve, like we can't be in them and be in the, in the vibration of fear, gratitude. So the, the, the virtues that kind of like dissolve the fear, we can't be in them and be in the vibration or the energy of the fear at the same time. So maybe choosing any of those, right? Um, any of those. The names of the trees he spoke of, he, he, he said oak, um, and he said sequoia and banyan tree. So the, the oak tree, the ban sequoia tree, and the banyan tree. Those are the ones that he chose, that he spoke of. Yeah, Jennifer's got it there. All right, guys, any other questions or comments? I think we've got a good, good list there for our, some of us to choose from. I don't know which one I'm going to choose. <laughs> I'm like, oh, which one am I going to choose? <laughs> You're welcome. Uh. <laughs> You're welcome, everybody. Thank you for participating live. I know it's always special for for me when those of you who come on and participate live. It seems like ever since I moved over to doing them on Zoom, less participate live. I actually thought more people would participate live. We all kind of used to do it on the telephone. More people actually participate live, so it's interesting. And I'll get it up on the um, uh, up on the podcast as soon as I can. I know there's some timely things in here, so I'm going to work on it this week. There's just like all this stuff that has to be, uh, that's kind of like all, like a conjunction. Oh, yes, planetary life. It's almost like the, all these things are kind of aligning all at once. So it was an amazing transmission. 
the courage, you know, the courage is a great one too. It's a really great virtue for dealing with the fear, right? It's like, okay, you know, it may not dissolve the fear because he talks about how courage doesn't have the ability to like 100% take it away or stop it from ever happening again, but it has the ability to, to basically help us to do what we need to do, even if it's there, right? Even if it's there. Although really holding those vibrations d- deeply, he describes they can, um, that that fear will eventually go away. So the more we're encouraged, the fear will eventually go away. Thank you. <laughs> yes, and actually maybe a, a session of some kind might be helpful too. Yeah, yeah, so thank you for pointing out that I do do sessions. He always amazes me, I'm always in awe. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna stop the recordings now. And where is that? Hmm. I'm really glad I made the backup recording because I don't see. Oh, there it is. <laughs>